My name is Harrison Wheeler, and this is the Technically Speaking Podcast. I sit down with BIPOC designers, entrepreneurs, and technologists. We discuss careers, triumphs, their resilience, and the why behind their decisions. Before we get started with the show, I just wanted to plug our Patreon. If you like what you're listening to and you want to support the podcast, for as low as $3, you can contribute monthly to help support the production of the show. You can contribute today by heading over to patreon.com slash technically speaking HW. I'll also include the link in the show notes. Isaac Hayes III, founder of Fanbase, discusses the peer-to-peer subscription model and how it's being adopted by competitors like Instagram and Twitter. He sees this as a validation of his own company, which has raised $7 million and combines tech and culture to provide monetization opportunities for all users, especially creators of color. He believes that every social media platform has a lifespan and that younger generations will always migrate to new platforms. Fanbase serves as the next logical place for the centennial and alpha generation. Isaac also talks about the importance of persistence and questioning societal norms and rules. Let's get into it. My guest is Isaac Hayes III, entrepreneur, music producer, just the jack of all trades. He's joining us from Atlanta. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Glad to be here. Hey, I'm really looking forward to this conversation. You talk about really this peer-to-peer subscription model. And we've seen throughout the industry, like your TikTok, your Instagram, even Twitter, starting to focus more on subscriptions. Is that, what is that? How does that make you feel? Is this something that advances the industry? Do you see that more of a competition on your end? Just maybe give us an idea of like where you stand on that. I look at it as a feather in my cap. I look at it as a badge of honor. Like we're a company that's only raised about $7 million. And when you have a, a platform like Facebook and Instagram combined worth about six, $700 billion market cap trying to copy <laughs> what we're doing, that tells me that, oh, you're on the right track and what you're doing. And again, also, it, I think they're worried because as a black founder, I understand mm. that black culture is an economic engine of social media. It's powered by the culture. It's powered by our music, our dances, our lingo, slang, our comedy. And so when they see that the tech and the culture are combined up under one roof, that's a problem because Systemically, platforms like TikTok and Instagram have underserved creators of color. But now you have a platform that across the board is providing opportunity and monetization for all users, but especially uplifting the creators that often get locked out by stuff like that. And I think that's incredible. And then also, I'm not too concerned about the Facebooks of the world. I have a belief that every single social media platform will live and it will die. And it's made relevant by the generation that uses the platform. Right. So MySpace is dead. Facebook is a senior citizen. Instagram is a middle-aged person. Snapchat's a millennial. TikTok's a centennial. And I built fan base for the centennial generation, alpha generation, because 
there's no amount of innovation that Facebook and Instagram can do to get a 15 or 16 year old to create a Facebook page. It's just not going to happen. And that's that honestly, that's, I think about kids are always going to want to be on apps that their parents are not on. (laughs) Mom's not on Facebook. I love Facebook. But when I see her friend request come in, I'm like, it's time to go. Young people want to build community around their peers. They want to talk about relationships, girls, boys, music. They want to experience life in a community environment without their older brother, their aunt, their mom, or their grandmother looking over their shoulders. I'm totally fine with that. And I feel confident that younger generations, there's always going to be another new platform that people migrate to. And Bambates just serves as the next logical place, along with the fact that we are providing subscriptions, right? And it's an optional situation, right? It's optional. And the yeah. sense that's saying that you can have followers on fan base, like you have on other platforms, but you can also have subscribers at the same time. So that you yeah. decide. And I think that's extremely important. No, I'm totally comfortable. It's like, I'm cool. They can't, something else that I say, right? And I say this not humbly. I say this proudly. Yeah. Because I know that my CTO and the team that we have is very talented. I can mm-hmm. build everything that Facebook and Instagram and TikTok can build but they right. can't build black culture. Right. You can have all the bells and whistles, but if you don't, if you don't know the energy and the vibe and how to create that community, I'm not worried about that. So yeah, I'm really comfortable. Yeah. I'm going to ask you this question, right? Obviously we talked about this earlier, but being a pivot, what gave you the confidence of just moving into this space? Right? Because you're four years in, I'm sure you've had plenty of moments where, or maybe you didn't, but you, you may have had moments where you're like, nah, I don't know if this is the right thing. Did you ever have moments like that? No. You never had moments like that in, in, no. in terms of like, even raising capital, like what propel you to like move into a direction of crowdfunding and all of that. So that is definitely like, now definitely I was like, I can't fund this thing with my own money forever on my pocket. That was one yeah. thing. Like we can't, we got to raise some real money. When you yeah. CTO, you had that conversation, you like, so we got to raise money. And I'm like, all right, cool. And then COVID hits. Like, we were talking about this 2019. It's like 2020. Sit down. I'm like, oh, good Lord. Yeah. So a friend of mine recommended that I seek out equity crowdfunding, a platform called Start Engine. Mm-hmm. And a lot of what Start Engine with equity crowdfunding does, it allows the user, the regular average everyday person to have an opportunity to invest in an early stage company like accredited investors have always had. But right. people that got it to invest in Uber and Microsoft and Apple, like you get treated just like one of those. You have that opportunity now in equity crowdfunding. And I like that because in the social media space, I know that users are the direct correlation to the value of the company. No users, right. no value. Everybody left Instagram today, Instagram, we worth zero dollars and zero cents. Exactly. So who better than to give the opportunity of equity and that people are actually going to make the platform value. So that was a really good synergy. And then especially again, me understanding that black culture is the economic engine of social media and me being a black founder. I think that initially the appeal would be to black people that know of what we're building mm-hmm. to invest. So now I'm motivated to be like, all right. You guys can, for the, for as little as $250, you actually can own part of a tech startup and mm-hmm. own something. So rather than sitting on Instagram, sitting on Clubhouse, sitting on TikTok for free all day, you can sit on a platform where you own it. And then it gives you the optionality of generating revenue. So you can actually make the money back that you invested. So I'm mm-hmm. like, this is a perfect scenario 
that I think can feed itself in a way that is, is pretty significant. I was never, the reason why I, I never thought that this was the wrong thing or was worried about that is because I have been outside as an entrepreneur in the jungle since I was 20 years old. So it's, it's like the person that gets stranded with you on the desert aisle, like Tom Hanks and Castaway, and you've been there a week and he's been there for four years. He's like, dude, I know my way around this thing. It's going to get cold. It's going to get hot. It's going to rain. It's going to rain. It's going to be rough, but the sun's going to come out. So I'm totally comfortable living in a space where I don't know where my next check is coming from. People can't do that. A lot of people have mm. to know getting paid on the 1st and the 15th. It's a rhythm, all that kind of stuff. But entrepreneurship comes with that risk. It's that it's the unknown. The risk is high, but the reward is even higher. So for me, I've been, and then also as a creative, and I know any creative knows this, I don't care what you're doing. Number one, like everybody's going to tell you, no, there's never been anything built, anything that somebody hasn't built. And somebody somewhere didn't say it was going to work. I have your podcast. I say when the Wright brothers were building the plane, I guarantee you there's some people standing still like that shit ain't gonna fly. <laughs> it just comes with the territory. And then I always tell people we are binary people. It is a necessary opposition is a necessary component to life. It has to be. There has mm. to be some sort of gravity working against you. If right. everything was easy in life, if there's no gravity on earth right now, we'd be like jelly. We wouldn't have right. muscles. We wouldn't have strength. We wouldn't be. adversity builds strength and character. So there has to be an opposing force going against you at some level, not all times, but even, even, the, even if it's the first half of your life that prepares you for the journey that you're going to take. It doesn't always have to be that. Or there are just times where you face adversity, you build strength and continue forward. So I'm just like, you got to have haters. Like that's a part of the process. It, it creates balance. Yeah. <laughs> We're binary. So it's like night, day, left, right, hot, cold, east, west, right. like north, south. There's uh, for every person that agrees with you, there's got to be somebody that disagrees with you. It's, it's right. just part of it's just how we function. So look, I, we're, we got to get to the point where we're wrapping up. I want to keep going, but if there's anything that you can take from your experiences, what it, and give it to give advice for our users, what would you leave them with? That persistence is the most powerful force on the planet, right? It's more powerful than talent. It's more powerful than genius. It's more powerful than education. Mm. It's persistence. And I got that from this movie called The Founder, if you've ever seen it, about the Ray Kroc story, a 53-year-old 50, milkshake salesman wanders, discovers that these guys in California got this burger shop that they invented fast food called McDonald's. And he was like, I'm going to own this thing. They need to be franchising and I'm not going to stop until I do it. It's a crazy story, but it's the fact that at 53 years old, he built the largest fast food franchise in the world. He was 53. He didn't start at 18. You have to, he kept going. Like your time, like when I think about, I think Sam, I think Samuel Jackson was, if I'm not mistaken, Samuel Jackson was like 45 when he got his role in coming to America, like his first role. Like, yeah. and he's one of the biggest movie stars of all time, but he started at 45. Right. But for young right. people, you have time and, but mm. also remain persistent and also think of life as question everything, right? Obviously we live our life, we live our lives by a set of rules, standards, and traditions that no one tells us where they come from and we follow them. And I'm like, why? Like, I don't why? listen to nobody. Like, oh, you don't wear white after Labor Day. 
Fuck you, <laughs> wearing white whenever I want to wear white. You know what I mean? Who? Where did that even come from? This and I don't want to get into. Yeah. We joke about how engagement rings were not a thing until 1920. Right. People live and die. Their marriages are built off whether they get a ring or not. I'm like, who cares? Like, question everything. Throw the book of the rules of life out the window and write your own rules. Live, write your program. It's not the same. You don't want to get married. It, then don't get married. If you want to live in a one-bedroom apartment and eat ramen noodles till you make it, then do it. Because what we are incorrectly taught is that we are taught to party on the front end of life, so we wind up working hard on the back end. People go to college, like, I'm going to get drunk, have fun, and then you get out in the real world, like, I got to get a job. And meanwhile, if you treat your life or think of the way that athletes are done, athletes are trained and they're disciplined and they're working hard the earliest part of their lives. They're teens, yeah. kids, 16, 17, 18, 19 years old. They don't always get to go to all the proms and have fun with all their friends. They got to practice. They got to get up. They got to work out. They got to follow this regimen and work hard on the front end of life. So you can party on the back end of life. This producer, David Foster says, play hard as a kid, work hard as an adult. Work hard yeah. as a kid, play hard as an adult. I told you at the beginning of this show, I am 47 years old. I wear t-shirts and jeans. I go to a business that I own. I play PlayStation, I fly drones. I, I do. Oh, what's your drone? I'm a drone person myself. Yeah, man. Like, I, I, that's what I'm saying. I got into droning. I got five yeah. drones. I haven't flown in a while. Oh, but man, wow. for a minute, I was really into it. Yeah. I got the FPV drone. I got the yes. Mavic 2. I have the. Love it. I have all the DJI stuff. The mini. My favorite, my favorite is the newest one, the Mavic, the Mavic, Mavic 3? Mini Pro. Oh. It's great. I have the Mavic 3 too. I heard the Mavic 3 is crap. What Mavic 3 is great. Mavic, is that the one that shoots vertical? There's one that shoots vertical now. The one that shoots vertical is my favorite. Okay. I heard that shit's incredible. Yeah, that's great. But I love that. Have fun. Like, I didn't I didn't buy cars or jewelry. Like the most expensive purchase that I've ever made is a car. Is a, I have a G-Wagon. That's the only thing of value that I have. <laughs> I'm, I wear the same shirt every day. I don't like... I don't have elaborate anything, but I always wanted a G-Wagon and I didn't get it until I was like 45, 46 yeah. years old. So it's like, cool. I got a G-Wagon. I just like, my point is just like, for all the people out there, just work hard when you're young. When you have the energy, like I remember staying up till, you know, you can stay up to three, four in the morning, get up at 10 a.m. and do it all over again for weeks. I can't do that now. I go to one event. I'm done for days. Yo, I'm, I stay up past three o'clock. I'm finished for two days. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, work hard, you know, saying and, and ignore everybody, man. Just stay focused. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, look, I want you to have a chance to give a plug to all of the things. So how can folks get in touch with you? How can they download Fanbase, which seems yeah. pretty straightforward, but what do you have to do to even get started on the platform? So Fanbase is on iOS and Android. You can download it. It's a cool little purple icon with a white F. It's like a lightning bolt. We're available in 180 countries worldwide on iOS and Android. So you can follow me on Fanbase, download it. You can monetize your content, even the free content, because people can love it. So they can actually get it and give you money for the free stuff that you post. But that's pretty much it. I'm not going to plug the other platforms because, I mean, my name is the same on all of them. So I'm at IsaacCase3 on Fanbase. So anywhere else you look where you'll find me there, but I'm just going to leave it at Fanbase. And you don't need to there. find me on that's any of the platforms because I got my own. <laughs> exactly right I, I, I love it i yeah, love absolutely. it absolutely 
Well, hey, hey, Isaac, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was a pleasure talking to you. And definitely, hopefully this conversation motivated folks that are just on the edge thinking about doing their own thing and can't wait to use the platform. I've got a ton of content myself. I'll we got some cool, we got some, by the time this is, we, there's some cool functionality. Yeah. We're about to, I'll tell you in a second that we got, but it's some cool stuff we got coming up real soon. Awesome. All right. Thank you. Have a good one. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. All right. Let me go ahead. That concludes the show. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That is a huge way to show your support and it really helps us reach more people and grow our following. By the way, we release a new episode every two weeks, but in the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram, LinkedIn, or YouTube at Technically Speaking HW. Again, thanks so much, and I'll see you next time. This has been a production of Technically Speaking Media.